Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts as Phil and I are going to talk this week about the children. We're going to talk yes. about how they roll into or factor into your retirement plans, right? Uh, how they're part Which sometimes of, they do. Right. Or it should be maybe uh, yep. the retirement discussion. Even if the part of the discussion is to say they're not getting a dime, it's still going to be <laughs> part of the discussion. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Absolutely. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. yeah it's a, your point, we're just talking about some of the, the weather coming our way. So yeah, we're both on the mend. Craziness. So yeah. yeah. We're still on the men from the from the crud, but we're getting there. So and yeah, this the the weather fiascos. Yeah, is sixty degrees yesterday. It's going to be twelve uh, in a day and a half. It's that kind yeah. of stuff doesn't help. You we're, know? we're not but, having that kind of swings here, but it's just yeah. that time of year and you know weather coming again, which is fine. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. It's it's, it's Mother, January after all. Mother so. Nature's off her meds once again. <laughs> That's uh, but right. Look, if you got kids, you know, this, this, or grandkids, this podcast is for you. Podcast is for you anyway, if you're, if you're thinking about retirement or getting close to it. But I got this laundry list of stuff here, Phil. So let me get into some of this. Uh, you know, often they come up in the discussion again, like we talked about when you're doing the planning, right? Yep. Uh, and many times we see, you know, couples have varying viewpoints on what they want to do for the kids with the kids, so on and so yes. forth. So I got kind of five general categories here. We'll just talk about how it kind of factors into what you do when it comes to navigating through the conversations. Okay. So we'll start with kind of still working a little bit younger on the younger side, uh, the college expenses, right? So if you are going to help, if you're, you know, uh, in your, let's say uh, late forties, early fifties, and you're going to help your kids going into college. Are you talking about that and preparing for that so that you are not sacrificing yourself on the back end when they're coming out of college? Right. Absolutely. And I mean, that's part of the discussion. You know, if, if we work with clients that still have kids that are, you know, maybe late high school, early college, what does that right. look like? I mean, what, what's your plan? Are, are you planning on paying for some are you funding it or right. all? Yeah. yeah. Are, are you funding it personally, you know, or what portion of it are you funding? Have you saved for that? Yeah. You know, and if not, are you financing it? Are you, you know, taking out parent plus loans and different loans? I mean, you've got to be really careful because depending on the type of the loan, even though well, it's a parent plus loan and they're going to pay it back, you're on the hook, you know, so you've got to understand the risk to you in retirement that what happens if they don't get the job? They anticipate they run yeah. into some financial concerns and they can't pay it. It's, yeah, it's so you want them to have skin point. in the game, right? That that right. becomes a big conversation. I mean, some parents, you know, they're like, "Look, we're in a pretty good place. I want to pay for it." You know, it was mm -hmm. you know, we've all gone through those conversations where yep. we have our kids and we go, "They will go to college. They're going to be the first one in the family." Or you know, there's all these different kinds of things yep. that wind up happening. But the world has changed so much, Phil, that maybe that's not the immediate go to, or at least should be considered saying, "Hey, look." The schools have gotten right. out of control clearly with the pricing, right? Oh, the so cost finding, is just outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Finding that happy medium maybe is really worth that conversation piece. The kids having some skin in the game because you can't, you can finance college. You can't finance retirement. Yes, exactly. Right? And, and that's really the, the key point when you're in this stage kind of nearing retirement. Yeah. You know, we talked about the red zone. So, especially if it happens anytime in that stage. 
Right. You know, understand pros and cons. I mean, hey, your your wish and, and goal might be I'd love to pay, you know, be able to pay for my sure, kids' education. Right. You know, I had to pay for it and it was a struggle. I don't want them to go through that. I, I understand, I get it. Yep. But don't just jump into doing that without understanding what does it look like. So yeah, just make sure that you're definitely talking through it. And with the price of colleges being so out, you know, just outlandish, yes. really talk through and strategize if you haven't been saving on what that's going to look like. Uh, yep. You know, of course, we, we all kind of know the general stuff, but sometimes we tend to put our heart out there and say, well, I, I've got to do this for my kids. And maybe you also got to be a little honest and say, look, is my kid actually college material? Because at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, yeah, just having a general college degree anymore costs a ton of money is, and, and is it worth it? It, it, it you know are you is it worth having that kind of debt on their you know on their side or yours or yours yeah well that because that, that leads I to mean, number two maybe trade schools the the better option or some other option yeah so yeah because that leads to number two which is trouble with the job market because yeah. there are so many people and it's not just been pandemic related it's gotten you know it's gotten worse but in the last decade the number of kids coming out of college with a degree that don't use it is pretty freaking high. Absolutely. So, trouble with yeah. the job market. There you go. Yeah. And I mean, if they've taken on some of these student loans and you co-signed or, it's, you know, like we mentioned, a parent plus loan, I mean, that's, you got to be very conscious of that. What does that look like to you? I've yep. unfortunately got a couple of clients that are in that scenario that, you know, had to help their kids more than they anticipated, you know, thinking that they were going to get this better job able to afford this they didn't and yeah. now it's on their their back they've so got they're to paying the fund and yeah so i mean it, it changes the picture now in retirement yeah they're paying the Which, school loan right yep but now they're also yeah. maybe paying the cell phone <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> the exactly. car you know. you know maybe the kids are still at home and they're eating out of your fridge still and yeah i mean so it's all those other factors that play into it too that you know run the math understand it and where do you want to fit you know, how, how do you want to be able to help? What does it do to your retirement? And is that something you're willing to, to take on? And if so, let's figure out how to do it then. Yeah. And if it's, you know, it seems obvious, right? This is pretty easy, right. obvious conversations. Well, duh, you know, we, we've thought about, about this, but do you? Because oftentimes what happens is we wind up putting things off, putting things off, and then we just go with whatever's in front of us, right? We just kind right. of and react. They, exactly versus plan. And, and so maybe and that's not, where mistakes get made. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, if, yeah. If, you know, and are both the spouses on the same page, you know, and that's yeah, a key. True. Yeah. You know, true. Maybe, maybe one of you are saying, you know what? Hey, I, I understand. I went through that. I don't want to have my kids go through it. We're going to pay for it. And the other spouse is like, but we can't afford it. You know, yeah. I really don't want to do that. I didn't, you know, I was fine. Yeah. And, you know, so you, you first have to be on the same page to some extent and work together, yeah. build it into the plan. Yeah. Uh, well, like anything with retirement, you guys, you know, if you're married, you got to be on the same page. Now, maybe it's yep. grandkids, Phil. So we'll, yes. we'll put the kids aside. Uh, you had your kids earlier in life. You, you just, you know, you want to do the, the grandpa thing. You want to do the grandma thing and you want yep. to, hopefully you started, you know, contributing to an account, but just mm -hmm. talk to me a little bit about, you know, what you see with your clients when it comes to helping the grandkids. Yeah. And again, it's kind of all over the board, but I've got a lot of clients that do start some kind of a funding for grandkids education, house, whatever, you know, uh, wedding, whatever it is, you know, what their, their bigger expenses kind of in that early stage of their life. Um, and if that's a goal, you know, really all these are, are come down to a goal 
if that's one, what you have as a goal and, uh, you know, an objective that you and your spouse want to build into the plan, great, let's build it in and understand how we get there. Um, and if that is, then, you know, again, let's figure out how to do it. What kind of an account is that? Depends on what you're trying to find. If it's education, then there's ways to do that. But not education is one piece of it. There's all sorts of other considerations when it comes to grandkids. You know? Yeah. Maybe it's, what? I was you know, say, not leaving money for them at the end. You're wanting to enjoy time together. So maybe it's yeah. a big annual family vacation, you know, yeah. involving all the grandkids. Maybe that's the only time of year that, you know, if you've got more than one child that the, you know, the nieces and nephews get together and get to see each other. And, you know, you get that big family experience and build memories. Yeah. And uh, the one that I've been seeing a lot for, well, for a number of years, and it's obviously gotten worse, Phil, with, with the pandemic is yeah. the whole, you know, we're going to be the um, kind of caretakers for the grandkids. Right. Mm-hmm. So yep. I think sometimes that starts off obviously from a really awesome place, right? Yes. You're, you're grandparent, right? Yep. So, you know, you're like, Hey, we want to watch the kids. Well, what happens is it winds up turning into you become the full-time daycare. Yes. There's grandparents out there become full-time daycare for grandkids and that's not their retirement dream, but somehow it gets morphed into that right. because they're trying to do the right thing by helping their children out who are maybe struggling at this time and all this kind of, you can kind of see how it kind of cycles together. And so you really got to have a plan in place because before you know it, your retirement is passing you by because you're spending all your time watching the grandkids. That doesn't mean you don't love them, but it's not really what you planned either. Correct. Yeah. Again, it's, it's understanding both sides of that, you know, equation to, to, you know, what does it look like for you? I mean, for my wife, I mean, that was her goal. She always wanted to watch the grandkids. Okay. So she, she retired from her job uh, five years ago, something like that. And that's what she's done. And she loves it, which is fine. I mean, we're not at retirement stage yet. So that's right. her job basically now. And it's, it's helping out our kids, which is awesome. That works you know, for you. But you plan for that, right? Right. We plan for it. And she's very involved in their life. And it, it's great. You know, it works really well. I mean, if, if we had been, you know, 10 years later, earlier stages of retirement could change the whole picture, you know, because now all of a sudden, if you were thinking you were going to be doing a lot of travel and, but yet the, the kids are counting on you as being that primary caregiver, you know, helping them out to, to be able to afford continuing to work and, and the other things versus daycare. Yeah. You know, again, it's a consideration you've got to walk through to see and bring them into that discussion too, because, you know, if that's what they're planning on, but you're going to, you can't all of a sudden say, you know what, I think we're done with this and we're going to start traveling. You got to figure it out. Well, sometimes you also got to put your foot down. Uh, A friend of mine had to do that. It became apparent that, uh, that they were going to be the daycare uh, without wanting to be the daycare every day. And so they had, they took some drastic steps because the kids weren't getting the message, right? Well, look, nobody's helping us out. We really need you to help us out. And it became this thing. And then it started to create a lot of family tension. There really was the dynamic was not what they wanted. So they took some drastic steps to avoid being the catch-all grandparents that would do everything for the kids. You know, so sometimes, look, we know what our kids are capable of, of uh, you know, kind of getting to us at, you know, yep. you know they're, they're going to, they're good at kind of, you know, weaseling their way into whatever the case might be. Right. So we have to figure out sometimes how to draw those barriers for not only our financial health, but also our mental health right. and, and, and the family dynamics as well. So just bear that in mind when it comes to the grandkids also. Um, special needs, Phil, let's do a little bit on this because sure. this is a little bit tougher. And I know there's a lot of mm-hmm. different 
you know, uh, nuances to if you've got a special needs child or grandchild. Yeah. And that's a discussion we always have in the very beginning is, you know, is there somebody that you're going to have to provide for during your retirement? You know, because now we've got to build in not just what your retirement plan is, but what does that cost? Special needs often comes up. You know, if you've got a, a child that is special needs and you're helping fund that, then let's build that in. You know, we've, we've got to make sure it's not just your expenses, but what are you responsible to help them with? You know, it, I mean, if it's not that, maybe they've got some outside care, but you're wanting to help provide for them long-term after you've passed away. That's a whole nother discussion we've got to build in and how do you yeah. financially set things up the right way? You know, and that's where special needs trust and you know, other factors come into play to make sure that you're building into your plan the provisions for that child today, but then once you passed, you know, because who's going to take care of them if, if you're the primary caregiver and, and maybe even finance or at this point. And how you set that stuff up is really crucial too, I feel, because Absolutely. when you're talking wills yeah. or trusts or insurance policies or whatever, you know, there's a lot of caveats to some of the special needs stuff. Yeah. When you get into special needs, it's, um, there, there's a lot of pitfalls. If it's not set up the right way, you can actually, if, if they have some kind of outside funding, you know, some kind of state care, let's say, or social security disability or things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you've passed away, they've inherited a large sum of money. Now they've lost all their benefits, you know, and maybe the amount that, that they inherited is large, but it's only enough to cover for five or 10 years, but their life expectancy is another 30, Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and once they've lost that benefit to get it back is tremendously difficult. Yeah. So, yeah, so you, you don't want to cause damage to their scenario long-term just by your lack of planning, frankly. You know, so you've got to understand special needs. If that's your scenario, make sure you're talking through that with your advisor. And if they don't understand it, you know, definitely get an attorney involved to, to draft the right documents so that it can be set up the right way to fund for that long-term provision for that child or whoever it is with a special need. But at the end of it, when you're talking about how the kids play a role in the retirement discussion, often feel the most common thing at the end becomes the generational wealth thing, right? right. It becomes the, uh, we want to leave something behind. We already kind of touched on a little bit. Look, you and the spouse have got to be on the same page. Often yep. there's a little disagreement early on there. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, let's leave them a lot. Let's leave them a little. You guys got to kind of get to the same page. But the government is making it a little tougher for generational wealth to be passed on with some of the rule changes over the last little bit. And so yep. you really got to be working with an advisor to strategize about how to do that as efficiently as possible. Correct. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's like any of these pieces we've talked about. Make it part of your plan, you know, and then keep up with it. It's not just a set it and forget it. You know, if, if you do want to leave money to the kids, grandkids, how do you want to do that? Do you want them to get everything at once? Do you want it to, to happen over a period of time? You know, one thing that often comes up in this scenario is, you know, maybe you've got a family cabin or cottage that, you know, you've owned as parents and, and the kids grew up there going over there every summer and you want to make sure that stays in the family. Well, that's great, but how's it going to get funded? You know, make sure there's a plan in place to build that in if that's your goal. You know, and at the end of the day, is that really what the kids want? You know, you've got to bring them into that discussion too, because maybe that's your goal and your desire, but they don't really want to yeah. care less yeah. and they could care less, you know, well, that's something you're going to have to, to come to grips with and understand, you know, 
if they don't really care, why are you doing it then? Yeah. You know, just again, it, it's, it's a matter of walking through the steps of understanding pros and cons with any decision. Well, what's a, couple of the, of what's a couple of the X's and O's to that Phil, a little bit, because since I mentioned the fact that they're making it a little tougher, um, what are some of the things that you, that you're starting to run into when it comes to trying to leave wealth behind? Right. Cause obviously the big thing is going to be, well, how do we do this tax efficiently? Correct. Yeah. Right. So it depends on what you're trying to leave. I mean, if, you know, if you're leaving retirement accounts, understand what that means for those kids or grandkids. You know, it's not like it used to be. They can no longer stretch it out over the remainder of their life expectancy. It's a short period of time. Yeah, it's 10 you know, years. Ten, now. 10 years could be less, could be a little longer if they're minors, grandkids. So, but understand what that looks like and what is that tax ramification to them? You know, maybe you should be planning if that's the goal and you have money set aside, maybe that money shouldn't be an IRA, but it should be a Roth. You know, that way, at least they don't have the tax burden. You know, they've got tax-free money when it comes out. Maybe it should be life insurance. I mean, life insurance is an incredible tool that can be used if you're trying to generate some wealth, generational type wealth in Mm -hmm. a tax-free manner. Yeah. You know, so don't discount life insurance. I know a lot of times the the kind of the shield goes up or the the flag goes up. Oh, it's like, I don't need life insurance. I don't have a mortgage. The kids aren't going to school. You know, all these different factors that we've been trained to think of this is where life insurance fits and why you need it. But frankly, passing on wealth is a, you know, one of the tools, um, life insurance is one of the tools that is um, generally works pretty good for that if it's structured the right way. Yeah. Because there, look, I mean, there's, we got a $30 trillion, you know, deficit and there's $40 trillion in retirement money out there, retirement accounts. Yes. Got a big old bullseye on it, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and so any way that you can find to be more tax efficient, whether it's for yourself or leaving to heirs, should definitely be high on your radar because yes. your money's high on their radar, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, we've talked about it all throughout the, the podcast. I mean, tax is a big piece of the overall equation, not just during retirement. Mm-mm. But if there is money that you're planning on leaving to heirs, understand what that looks like you know, make sure you're managing the taxes from their standpoint as well. Um, oftentimes I hear, oh, you know, if, if they, they inherit money, it's up to them. They can pay the taxes. I don't care. Well, right. that's fine. Understand what that looks like though. I mean, if there was a better way to structure it and it didn't hurt you, <laughs> that's, wouldn't you do it? that's true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know so, thanks, I mean, dad. It, it, that's right. I mean, I, I get it. You know, Hey, if, if they have money left over, then they can deal with it. That's yeah, great. It's, it's the boy's but, problem, right? But, yeah. but the there, girl's there, problem. Could, there yeah. could be a better way to structure it that maybe yeah. it's not going to harm you either. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. You know, so it's don't just throw it out done. there and discount it, you know, that's understand it. Yeah. I could hear, I could hear my dad saying that's something he would have done. He'd been like, yeah, that's his problem. You know, that's right. Yeah, or, if you get money, then you deal with it. Yeah. Or I'm, I don't think I'm leaving that boy as a credit card statement, you know, that's right. Like that. <laughs> it's usually, usually what I would hear him say. So yeah, it's all about, you know, factoring it in. And a lot of it really starts with the conversation between you and, and the spouse, right? Because yes. more times than not, people are on a lot of different, they're very different pages there. Um, yep. You know, what do you want to leave? I want to leave them a lot. I want to leave them a little, I want to leave them nothing. You know, I want to, you know, we had yep. to work for it. We're enjoying it. It runs the gamut. So yes. make sure that you're talking with each other and then sharing that with your advisor so that you guys can strategize and the sooner the better. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Cause there are ways to, to strategize the right way for that. If your goal is to leave funds over, even if it's not, 
you know, it, and oftentimes this is going to be a similar strategy, especially if we're trying to manage taxes, um, that it could end up benefiting the kids, but it could benefit you or surviving spouse. I mean, that's another go. part of that equation you've got to understand. So got to find the silver linings where we can find them. So yep. if uh, the conversation about the kids and what to do during retirement and how it's going to affect you is on your radar, then make sure you're talking with your advisor about that. If you don't have an advisor, reach out to Phil, give him a call. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like to use. You can find the number on the screen if you're watching on YouTube, for example, or you could call 248-888-7530. That's the number, 248-888-7530. Or you could stop by the website, philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. You can find the links to all the different things, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, so on and so forth. You can see all the past episodes. You can subscribe to new ones, as well as it'll link you back to his main website as well. So everything you need right there at one shop, philstaxhacks.com. For Phil, I'm Mark. We'll see you next time. Phil, thanks for hanging out, buddy. All right. Thanks, Mark. Take care. We'll catch you later on on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.